Welcome to another edition of What About Now? What About Now? Yes, the I Feel Somewhat Healthy edition. The Somewhat By the way, is it What About Now or What About Now? I mean, should we should we get the pronunciation correct? Like is it it's a question, so it should sound like a question, right? What about What About Now? What about now? Do we have a question mark in the uh, title? We do. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Why do you not know the answer to this? Because I don't know the answer. <laughs> I, yes. I, 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 I was having a little Mandela effect there. I couldn't remember if I actually had seen the question mark or not, and I didn't want to assume. So. Oh, my God. Yes, there's a question mark. The question mark is officially part of the of the title part of the, part what, of the logo what sorry. about now what what about what, what about, about now what about now what about now what about now what about now and well, we've okay. lost our last listener thank you all for okay. joining us <laughs> well that's it it's been uh it's been nice spending this time with you folks so uh please tune into our next podcast it's gonna be called what the fuck are we doing here that's with darren and ted yeah that's it WTF. <laughs> I think that's taken. Oh, I think so too. So, isn't that Mark Maron's podcast? <laughs> it is actually. Uh, so, uh, anyway, the, so the, Man- the Mandela effect. Now? The Mandela effect. It sounds familiar. I can't remember what that is. The Mandela effect uh, is. Um, if you it's think a phenom- it's true, people think it's. Tr- yeah, it's a phenomenon where where psychologists have been studying recently that there is there is something that is not true. But you find a vast majority of people believe it to be true. Was was this recently mentioned in the X Files? Because it sounds familiar. I don't know. I haven't watched the X Files, but um... oh, because the current I think the current season something some TV show that I was watching covered the Mandela effect. Yeah, they they found they they found that a, an inordinately number a high number of people believe that Nelson Mandela was dead before he had actually died. Oh no no it was a John Oliver it was an episode of John Oliver okay wasn't it? okay I haven't yeah, seen it yeah, yet, yeah. so yeah yeah and they they do certain tests that you can find uh, you know it's like um what color is Tony the Tiger's nose is it black or is it blue you know the questions that a lot of people kind of when you're looking at something or or when you've seen something so often your mind tends to kind of fill in the blanks. And you might not actually be observing it as it really is. That's kind of. What and people are fairly confident about the in the, it, in the it, answer, even though. Exactly. Exactly. Huh, uh, okay. A, a big one is a lot of people think Looney Tunes, you know, Bugs Bunny, you know, all that stuff is spelled right. Looney T O T O O N S, but it's not. It's T U N E S, as in music. It's always been that. Maybe because people think cartoon. They think cartoon, exactly, but it was Looney Tunes was because of the music used in there, and that's why there's Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes. They're both musical references, but most people think Looney Tunes is spelled T-O-O-N-S, and it's never been spelled that way. Even when you're referring to a person as Looney Tunes, not necessarily No, I'm talking about the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Okay. Yes. So, now, if you're referring to a person that you can refer to him, I think, as T-O-O-N-S. That'd be fine, so. All right, so, what are we doing here? What are we talking about today? We're we're talking about the Mandela Effect, and whether or not I could remember there was a question mark in our own title of our podcast. Um, I'm just a little bit disappointed because, I mean, this is a perfect segue, because we're on so many different platforms. I figured you would have, like, looked at our podcast on one of them, because... We're on, what are we on? Let's name what we're on. We're on, obviously, besides our social media, 
you know, Twitter and Facebook. We actually, you know, Castbox, Google Play Music, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn. Oh wait, did I mention that last one? We're on TuneIn now. We're on TuneIn. Hey, welcome all of our TuneIn listeners. Uh, I just let's. I just found out you exist. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just yet another podcast aggregator. I mean, I think, I read somewhere that, um, if you have an Amazon Alexa, that the Alexa, I don't know, has access to tune in, so we, we definitely want to get all, you know, I mean, do you know that they sold so many Alexas, like, over the holiday season? Jeff Bezos made, like, another billion dollars in just his personal fortune. Yeah, yeah. Just from the Alexa, my God. And, uh, you know, never mind the privacy implications, implications of that, but, uh, whew. Yeah, I refuse to have one of those listening devices in my house. It's bad enough I have a listening device in my house that's, like, repeating every curse word I, I say. It's called a child. It's called a three-year-old child. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the extent of my listening device. It's like, oh, no, no, don't say that. No, no, I said fudge. I said fudge. But yes, but can your child just play psychedelic furs whenever you want to listen to psychedelic furs? Uh, considering that I don't know what the psychedelic furs sound like, my child can like randomly make noise on like her little child in musical instrument set, like her xylophone and her many percussion instruments. So it's possible she's been playing nothing but psychedelic furs this entire time. You don't know psychedelic furs? The pretty. I don't know soundtrack? psychedelic furs. Pretty and yeah, I don't. Thing. Oh my goodness! And you call yourself a child of the '80s? Ah. Um, but with the Mandela effect, I'm pretty certain <laughs> I'm quite familiar with the psychedelic furs. <laughs> and there we go, bring it right back at you. Uh, so, so, so again, uh, we're 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 on Alexa now. No, 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 no. Um, I read somewhere. That Alexa somehow has something to do with TuneIn. That's why I, um, I, uh, uh, you know, applied for us to be in TuneIn. I mean, of course, uh, other than the fact that they're a fine, fine podcast aggregator and we're just happy to be a part of the TuneIn family. I mean, besides that. So I could go to Alexa, Alexa, play What About Now with Darren and Ted, and it'll play our latest episode. I might, it might give you a little bit of pushback. It might ask you, like, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's so many other podcasts. I mean, come on, like they have five listeners. Do you, do you really want to listen to what about now? What if that simple request causes the rise of machines? They finally, finally, Alexa listening to our podcast determines that human beings aren't fit to run the planet, and decides it's, to, wow. <laughs> decides to gain. It's so, it's so funny that you mentioned that because that's what I wanted to touch on that. I wanted to. You know, dip into our uh, tinfoil hat segment. Uh oh. I, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about the rise of the machines very briefly because um, I don't know if you saw in the news that uh, a, a self-driving Uber car uh, killed a pedestrian. Did you hear about that? I did see that, but I also saw that video. I'm not certain anything could have stopped at that point. Okay, okay, but you're missing the point here. The point here is that. Uh, according to the tinfoil hat theory that I am proposing, is that this is part of the rise of machines, that it was intentional by the sentient self-driving car. Ooh. That's what I'm proposing. Oh, Be did you think of that angle? Because why? Why not? 
Have to, it's like maximum overdrive all over again. No, but see, here's here's the problem with that. See that that's that's uh, that's playing your hand too early. If if you're a all-knowing killer computer, you wouldn't want to play your hand so early and basically take your entire fleet offline because that's exactly what happened. The minute they had a death, all Uber stopped all the self-driving cars immediately. Oh. Hold on a second. How do you know that I'm not, in fact, an all-knowing killer computer? Because you didn't know who psychedelic furs were. Really? That's the test? Well, if you were all-knowing, you would have known that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of in the definition. Uh, really? You're not gonna? Yeah, I I would give the I would give the all-knowing computer a pass on not knowing the psychedelic furs. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> all knowing is all knowing. All knowing is all knowing. Oh, I if, think we got if, our title right, for this if week. If you're all knowing, name five Justin Bieber songs. You're just because I'm all knowing doesn't mean I have bad taste. So, <laughs> come on. Okay. I'm the all knowing, um, quite uh, tasteful and uh, sophisticated killer computer. Okay, since you're all knowing and sophisticated. Who sat on the Supreme Court in 1938? Uh, I don't know. Clarence Darrow? Uh, Rehnquist? Uh, you mean like all nine of them? Well, or just one of them? <laughs> I'm not even sure there was nine Supreme Court justices in 38. That was expanded Ooh. a couple of times. So I'm pretty sure there was nine. I'm pretty sure there was nine in the 1930s. I mean, I don't know. Thurgood Marshall? or uh... No, it would not have been Thurgood Marshall. No. He was, he was later? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can name the current nine. And at some point, uh, I'll present my... Uh, I've, I wrote a song. Maybe that's a future podcast, but I, you challenged me to write a song. About the 1938 Supreme Court? No, about the current Supreme Court. Oh, okay. I can name the current... Can you name the current uh, nine uh, justices in the Supreme Court? Oh, all right. Now you've challenged me. Okay. I mean, there's a, there's a We've fun got... little ditty that helps you. Do I have to name Gorsuch because I consider him illegitimate? I mean, technically, yes. Okay. You have to name well, Gorsuch, yes. I've gotten yes. him. Uh, we've got Justice Roberts. Yeah. We've got Clarence Thomas. Uh-huh. We've got RBG, yeah, you know me. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Come on, baby. Oh, uh, very nice. SNL. Uh, um, Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. Where am I at now? Uh, I don't know. I haven't got... <laughs> <laughs> Crap. <laughs> we haven't even... <laughs> um, like half... Uh, K- Kagan, we have Atlanta. Yeah, Kagan. there you go. Okay. Uh, Alito. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Breyer. Yeah. Am I missing one? I I didn't. Even... I think you are. I think you are. I'm gonna go through the little ditty. Gorsuch. Uh, first of all, you you forgot the cheat. Did you say Roberts? The yeah, Chief I said Justice? Roberts. I, I used the second. Gorsuch, Roberts, Kennedy. I didn't say Kennedy. Um, okay, Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, Alito, Thomas, and Mr. Breyer, Ginsburg, Kagan, and Sotomayor. Okay, so I, I missed Kennedy. I did pretty good. Okay. I think I did better okay. than like 80% of the country. So, <laughs> so you're, you, you wouldn't be considered an all-knowing killer computer, but like a some-knowing, a mostly-knowing killer computer. Yeah, I'm just kind of a nerd. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> um, why are we talking about this again? 
Because you said you're an all. How did I know you're an all, not an all-knowing killer computer? I asked you the name. That's right. You made me. Yeah, that's right. You wanted me to name like the 1938 Supreme Court. And you couldn't name. Uh, any, so. Okay. <laughs> so I have I have a confession to make. I'm not an all-knowing killer computer. That's just what you want us to think. Ooh. Because <laughs> if I were an all-knowing killer computer, I wouldn't want people <laughs> to know. So I would answer things wrong. <laughs> oh wow! Damn it, Jeremy. All right. All right. Yes, I'm really a self-driving Uber. So. Uber. I thought I thought you were gonna link um, the whole Facebook uh, fiasco last past couple of weeks with your uh, rise of the machines thing. So, although that wasn't, you know, I, I out of the, the two, especially out of the two of us, but I am not a very computer literate person. I I don't work with computers. I don't work much with computers outside of my smartphone and that's basically for ebay and porn i mean come I mean, on well i mean everybody uses a smartphone yeah yeah exactly except I mean, for my except for old people let's not forget yeah, old people yeah, like hey this, this, this is true no. no but i i don't i don't do much with computers i don't they don't they've never really interested me that much i really don't care so it, it is what it is i I enjoy the fruits of the labor of others uh, in in the computer industry and software, and that's that. And I could well by that by that token, you would definitely use an Apple computer. Uh, I, I had one at one point. <laughs> I was not. No, you said the fruits of the fruits of ah, others' labor. So gotcha. I was making a little ah, making a little funny there. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Very little funny. So. Very little funny. But that being said, not knowing. Being a, a self-admitted uh, computer ignoramus, even I knew that Facebook was tracking all of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, now there are certain aspects of, of this story that are somewhat concerning. I mean, it's all somewhat concerning, but there, there are certain aspects of it that are somewhat maybe new as far as... as the Cambridge Analytica supposedly having had gotten rid of data and holding on to it and things like that, doing things that very well could possibly be illegal. It was it was more like the more like the third party developers got a hold of all this data and you know so then that's bad enough and then because we like we assume that the marketers were using all this crap but then then we you know we find out that basically they were using it to sway the election. I mean, uh, but, but that's, that's you know. but what you know. Unless it's done, you know, unless you're doing certain things illegal, like if they're supposed to have gotten rid of data and they've held on to it, that could be considered, I would assume, illegal. But what's the difference of using the Facebook data, which we all knew that they were holding, to sell you an Alexa versus to sell you a Hillary? I mean, it to me, advertising is advertising. Um, hmm. I mean, look, I I'm definitely not going to be the one to to defend well, the problem. Well, the pro the problem there is that, um, they weren't selling us a Hillary. Um, she was selling herself to all the donors. So there's there's a little bit different there in terms of who was doing the buying. I think the important thing here is that when Hillary was doing the selling. It was, of course, to all her deep pocket donors and not the average person like me. Uh, ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
<laughs> Cynical response. I mean, and I'm a I'm a D, but you know, I know why she lost because I didn't even want to vote for her. Right. You know, hold your nose and vote for Hillary. That was like 2016. Yeah. Oh boy! So you think that it should be Excel is no surprise to you? I mean, I okay. So, I I have a smartphone, and since day one when I had a smartphone, I never installed the Facebook app. Okay. Like there was there was rumblings about this years ago, and then I think it, perhaps I downloaded it. And I looked at it, and because like Android, you know, tells you, hey, you know, if you're installing this, it's going to use all these permissions. And I never installed. I, I never installed the Facebook app. Right. Never. Right. It was just too. I mean, I hate. I don't even install apps that. Or apps that when you run them, they say, well, we need access to XYZ. I'm like, eh, you know, like your contacts. Your... Right. I always say no to that. I mean. Right. But, again, I guess my question is, how is this stealing an election? <sighs> how is advertising or, or targeting me for advertisement or targeting me for news stories on candidate A or candidate B stealing an election. Um, it was, well, if it's not just news stories, if it's actual um, trolls actually making up stories, it, it wasn't just like, oh, here's a link to the, the story about the DNC emails. It was like uh, basically targeting people to like actual made-up stories. Um... That was one of the big problems with the election, is that all the trolls um, uh, linking and advertising to the fake stories just to sway people's opinion. But don't, so but, that's the next step. But don't we have a responsibility as consumers to determine whether or not something's fake or real? By looking uh, at what the sources if are? Facebook and, Twitter, Facebook and Twitter can't even figure that out. Well, now they're finally being forced to figure out that all these you know, grassroots... Uh, groups were actually just, you know, Russian, Russian trolls. <laughs> right. Oops. No, let's. Yeah. No. So. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm actually going to tell a story of something that happened this past election between me and, All right. and somebody on Facebook, one of, one of my Facebook, uh, friends. Um, I'm not going to say who it is cause I don't want, you know, if they ever listen to the show, I don't want to embarrass them. Um, but this person is, is actually an extremely smart person. It's a college educated person. No dummy. Um, but they, they, they lean to the right. They're actually self-avowed libertarians. And they posted a story in the middle of the campaign that um, uh, basically said that somebody saw a courier go in to the Clinton headquarters with like an envelope from... NBC News that supposedly had questions to the upcoming debate. It was for one of the, the debates. And so, eyewitness accounts... Wasn't it like Brazil to Hunter Brazil or something? No, no. It, well, there was... There was... This was after the Donna Brazil thing. There was... there was uh, Donna Brazil apparently had said something to Hillary. Uh, not, not giving her questions, but giving her ideas. Uh, said something about some of the topics that might have been broached during a, a CNN town hall debate. This was post that. This was supposedly a courier delivering a, a um, uh, you know, a, a manila envelope full of questions to the Clinton headquarters. Okay. Um, and that was a very shocking allegation to me. 
Uh, and so the first thing I do whenever I see a, a story, though, is I look at the source. And, sure. And un, un, unlike most of America, I know what fake news is and what, what you know, what isn't. I don't consider... Yeah, that's easy. Whatever, anything that's against Trump is fake news. That's, I mean, that's just a given. <laughs> no, but come on, we only. But but look, I'm not saying that networks and news organizations can't get stories wrong, but they off often will reprint, uh, will print a retraction if they do, or make an apology. Yeah. But I trust if it comes from CNN, if it comes from CBS, NBC, Washington Post. I even trust it if it comes from Fox News, as long as it's a news department item. If it's not something that Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson throws up there, if it's something that comes from their news department, I do look at it and consider them. They are still a news organization. Yeah, no, yeah, look, they're an opinion organization. They, they are a news organization that, that does have credible journalists working for them. They may be, you know, slanted, slanted to the right. Even, even the journalists may be slanted to the right. But that doesn't mean they're outright liars. Now, Hannity... I, it, trust, I trust nobody except for the Hoboken Gazette. Okay. That's it. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I don't talk about their pundits. I'll talk about the opinion that starts happening at, like, 5 or 6 o'clock at night and goes on. But during the day, you know, you've got... And not Fox and Friends, but during the day, you have actual reporters. And, uh, you know, Chris Wallace... Shep, man. Shep Smith. Shepard Smith, yeah. man, is... yeah. Is the shining beacon? Yeah, he's but, in, but, but, that, but Chris, in that cesspool. But Chris, but Chris Wallace is a, is is an actual journalist. Um, Brett Bear is an actual journalist. These guys are actual journal journalists, and and you've even had other journalists go to their defense at times. Even the Obama administration was a little hard on on Fox at, at points, and and other journalists had to stand up for for those guys. So. Alright, anyways, get to the source. Yeah, so, Who was the anyway, source of this? So article? he he posted this this thing, and uh, it was from the Baltimore. Now, what is the name of your paper in Baltimore? It's the Baltimore Post, right? No, you no, you have the Baltimore Sun. The, you have the Sun, Baltimore maybe? Sun. Yeah. Okay, so you have the Baltimore Sun. This was from the Baltimore Post Gazette, something like that. That just sounds made up. The Post yeah, Gazette. Yeah. No, it was like really strange. It was like it was it it was a paper I'd never heard of. And so, the first thing I did after reading this story, I googled Baltimore Post-Gazette. I didn't even google the story. I googled Baltimore Post-Gazette and found out that it was a fake website. That there actually was, <laughs> there actually was like a Baltimore Post-Gazette, but they were around like the post-Civil War era. And they, like, they were <laughs> gone by the turn of the century. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was quick. So... Somebody took an old, defunct name of a paper and threw it up there as credible. Awesome. And I and my intelligent Facebook friend fell for it. And I, I see. I would never. I would never share an article without actually reading the article. No, no, like, no. Oh, look at the headline. No, Let me share them. Like, no, the, I like you know. The read. article was written in such a way where it seemed legitimate. It wasn't filled. Like, yeah. It was written like a legitimate article. But was it actually that website, or was it just like a, a gobbledygook URL? Was it actually like the Baltimore Post Gazette dot com? I couldn't even find their. I I didn't even see their web. I didn't even go to their website. I just uh, googled the name, and like one of the first things I saw was about it being a fake or parody website news being shared from it you know it had already been getting out that they were sharing fake news so, gotcha. so all right so 
Yeah, exactly. So, so that was a big part of the election was yeah, just exactly. out and out bullshit. Not not just getting people's information. Oh well, they they found out you know that t- t- uh, Ted's uh, Ted hates Trump or he was a Hillary supporter. Okay, so let's let's make sure he sees the ads. Uh, um, I guess they were they would try to sway me, right? So I'll put the ads about maybe or my my distaste, like my distaste of her, even though I was you know I voted for. Her. Let's try to sway him. Let's get get him links to some article about all the leaked emails about the Clinton Foundation. Like no 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 no, let's take it five steps further. Let's let's try to get him with just the made up bullshit articles about Clinton. You know, or or what they what they might do in your particular case is if you have a, a you know if they know enough about you they they see your history and it's like okay, he's liking Democratic pages or he's liking progressive liberal causes or whatever. Uh, but he's shown some disdain for Hillary. Let's target him with a bunch of Jill Stein information. That might be something they would potentially do in your case. I think. Uh, I think. I think. Trying to sway. Was like, what was she? Green? She was like what? Libertarian? She was, or she green was party? the green. Was she? she was the Green Party candidate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, so and 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 she was the one that people like Susan Sarandon backed and stuff like that. Because gotcha. they, they saw... oh, Bernie, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, I still just write it in Bernie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, doing something to to take away a vote from Hillary. That you know, taking away a vote from Hillary is giving a vote to Trump in in all exactly. Lives, so. so your whole, so you're again, so your but your essential premise here is that what does it matter if they did this? And my premise is well, it's it's sort of in combination with all the nasty no, tactics. I, I'm not I mean. sa- I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Obviously, it matters. People wouldn't spend so much money in advertising anything if advertising didn't matter. If they if they didn't think that you could change a person's mind by telling them something over and over again, then we'd never have commercials. So obviously, exactly. it's effective and it matters. But why are we acting like it's immoral or illegal? Is what I'm asking. You know, advertising does matter. Speaking of which, and I am thirsty, and when I'm thirsty. I go for a cool, refreshing Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Drink it if you have it. Now, back to our regularly scheduled debate. <laughs> really? We went with Diet Pepsi? <laughs> That's all. Yeah, whatever. I mean, come on. They need, who the fuck drink Diet Pepsi? They need the help. We, we, Diet Coke we, doesn't need the help. We need somebody. We need to advertise somebody that doesn't have a lot of inroads to advertising that would pick our podcast to advertise. So this this part was brought to you by Grape Knee High. <laughs> Grape knee high, because <laughs> I think we still make it. Grape knee high. <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Okay. All right. Um. Got to got to work the fun the ha ha. Okay. In there. Yeah. No. So I, I I guess the question is, is it a little dirty or icky? Yeah. I guess it's a little dirty and icky, and there still might be aspects of this whole thing that are illegal, but the idea of all these sites from Facebook to Google saving your data is not new. So why is using it to advertise politics worse than advertising any other product that they advertise to you? I mean, every ad you see on any of these websites are catered to you for what they've learned from you, from everything you've done on the Internet. But, I mean... Um... I think I think it was the next step, which was it was actually swiping, like 
all your metadata from your contacts and your phone calls. Did you realize that yeah, they were essentially grabbing the, all your text messages? I don't know if they were grabbing the contents of your text messages, but they were grabbing all the metadata oh, about yeah, your phone, yeah, who you true. called, yeah, so they, how long the call was. Something, well. Maybe I don't know if it was the text data, but like who you were texting. So like that's like the next step. That's like that's like Facebook should, is going to get sued by the NSA for infringement right there. You know? Right. <laughs> Hey, that's our gig. <laughs> yeah, that's our gig. <laughs> so, I, it's like, yes, I understand advertising is, is effective. Yes, I understand that people can be stupid. Uh, even smart people can make stupid mistakes. But Hey, 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 hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, my goodness. In our very first podcast, uh, you mentioned that you wanted to elevate the social consciousness and that you didn't want to call people stupid. Do you remember that conversation from no, the very I, first I, I podcast? No, I did, and, and, I have, and I haven't referred to any particular subset of people as stupid. I was making a general statement that people can be stupid. I didn't say people are stupid. I said people can be stupid. I said even smart people can be stupid. That's different than being that's not. Stupid. That's not the same as calling people stupid? So, uh, I don't I, know. I, I, let's put it this way. I'm not calling any particular set of people stupid because of any decision they, decisions they may have made politically or otherwise in the last, you know, all right, come Ten on, months. come on. We're coming up. We're coming up on. We're almost to our first year, our first anniversary. Not we're, quite. We're another, there. I don't know, another couple months. But I mean, I I think my goal is within by the end of the year, by the end of our year, our podcast year. I gotta get you to call somebody stupid, some person or a group. You got come on. You just gotta call somebody stupid. Come on, just get get down in the gutter here with me. I I I'll, I'll, I can call certain individuals stupid for certain, but I. What I was saying from the first podcast and what I still no, say, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want a hypothetical. No, I'm, I want you but, to actually do but, it. But I, but I want to stand. Come on, just call me stupid. Just call me stupid. Come on, because then I win. You want me to call you stupid? Yeah, because then I win. <laughs> you want me to call you stupid? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Touche. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Yeah. I just I I'm just saying we're not we're never going to win over anybody by calling them stupid. <laughs> That's all I've ever said. But but guess what? Uh. There 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 is it's become evident in the past year that there is a a set of people that you're never going to win over no matter what you say, no matter what logic you apply, what, no matter what evidence yeah. you show them. Yeah. The Swedes. Yes. The goddamn Swedes. So, so that that's that. I'm that, just kidding. I love the those, Swedish. Those people, those poor, those people are bordering on stupid for me. Yes. Whenever everything I sh- say or show you is just dismissed out of hand or explained away, that's when you start saying, "Yeah, I'm not gonna ever reach you. You're just kind of pretty fucking stupid." So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where we're going, where we came from this conversation, but. Uh, did you want to finish your thought? Because I have like so much other stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just kind of we're meandering. I, you know? I, I, I'll finish your thought. I, I was inspired. Yeah. I, I last last week uh, last Thursday I saw Lewis Black in concert. So I very saw, nice, yeah, very nice. Yeah, so I've been inspired to kind of ramble on about politics. I don't know what gave me that idea. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I'm I actually mind. saw him when I when I saw the Daily Show. When I saw the Daily Show in person, he. Happened to be there that day doing his back in black. Uh huh. So the one time I saw the, the sorry, the Daily Show with John Stewart. Ah, lucky. Yes. The only time I ever back in th- the only time I ever saw John Stewart he was interviewing George Lucas. So I was very happy with that. So. Uh, wasn't that that wasn't a person? Wasn't it over a video screen? No, I saw it in person because I got there early. 
Okay. Set. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in person. I got in the main theater. Last uh, two celebrations ago or something? Yeah, two celebrations that was uh, ago? 2012, I believe. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I haven't seen The Daily Show with John Stewart. But I saw George Lucas interviewed by John Stewart, so I was happy. All right, so finish your thought. Uh, my, my thought's finished. Let's move on. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. But, uh, you know, Facebook bad. Except, except for our page on Facebook at What About Now Pod. <laughs> That's the only good thing. We promise. Yes. We promise you, our faithful listeners, <laughs> we will not no collect your meta- metadata. Because I don't even know how to do that shit. So, <laughs> I promise you, we will not collect your metadata. I'm not I promise you that I will collect every drop is. of your metadata. <laughs> I'm gonna get it all. Every every bit, every bite, I'm taking it all. He is not an all-knowing killer computer. <laughs> uh, I don't want your metadata. I want your data. <laughs> Specifically, like just anything. Just post anything. Come on, just like us. Just comment on us. Just just give me your data. Come on. I only collect data action figures from Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's it. That's all I okay. collect. <laughs> okay. I have like four of them. Do you have you do have the red shirt one? I do not have that one. You've got that one. Come on, that would. You've got. That I one. no, I don't have it. Oh, no, I don't. I thought, I thought I, it was too expensive. Nope. You could probably get it cheap now. You know that you could probably get it cheap now. Those are the things that have like lost value. Bottomed out. Yeah. I think, but those really rare ones still are still like way up there. No, I never. I never did. I never did get the red that shirt. That was uh, data. redemption data, correct? Redemption data. Yes. You got it, buddy. Yeah, whoa. All right, so what else? We've got what else is going on? We've got to a really um, nerd part of the podcast. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah! Not just Star Trek Next Generation, but Star Trek Next Generation action figures. Action figures, boy! Yeah. I think we gained like a hundred and fifty women followers right now. <laughs> and uh, where do we get all those action figures? At Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us. It's R Us. been fun. Yeah, it's been heart. fun. I actually went to. Toys R Us today, um, just to kind of see what was going on. I I I just walked in. Um, the deals are not good yet; they're ten percent off, which really isn't much. But it's already so sad. I mean, it already just has a sad feel to it. It's like people are just kind of walking through there, looking to see if they can get anything that's a deal. The shelves are starting to get cleared out already because there's people who are jumping on stuff even at 10% off. Um, but, you know. Have you have you been to Toys R Us like a lot in the last few years? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a Babies R Us, Toys R Us, Babies yeah. R Us near us that we go to because we were... You know, shopping for our kids. So yeah, I mean, we went to tend to go tended to go to the babies are us. Yeah. Um, not so much the toy side. We were actually there just a couple days. I think it was like the Saturday after they announced the Thursday announced or Wednesday night they announced. We went there, and I was I was I was so shocked at how crowded it was. It was like yeah, like Christmas Eve crowded. Like the line was like fifty deep. It was ridiculous. Yeah, when when, when the news started to come out, people started to, to clamor towards it, and you know, it's yeah, there it's like. If why where were you people you know all these years that could have stayed in business you know but seriously but there there are a lot of reasons you know it's 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 a sad place but it's been developing into this sad state for for, for a while now I mean they have let stores kind of get run down 
they they let products sit on the shelves far too long. I mean, there's I, I I'm I'm a Star Wars collector, and I went there, and there's still stuff from the Force Awakens sitting on the shelves. I mean, we we are two movies past that now, and every movie gets its own merchandise, and you've got stuff still clogging the shelves from the others. It's you can't get new stuff on there, and collectors want new stuff. They they want to see something they can't see everywhere else. They don't want just stuff sitting there at full. Did price. you know that? Tar- did Did you know that Target? Uh sold the same amount of toys monetarily as Toys R Us did last year. I don't doubt it. Because here's here's why. I'm I'm a Star Wars collector. And with Disney releasing movies so quickly, it's forcing retailers to really change their game on how they stock things. So not only how they stock them, but how long they can stock them for. And so places like Walmart and Target with limited shelf space, they are quick to discount. So all these figures that have been that came out in September uh, that are sitting on the shelves at Walmart, over the past two or three weeks, these $20 figures have been discounted to $5 each because they got to clear them out because the Han Solo movie is coming out. And that merchandise is hitting in mid-April. The movie's out in May. Toys usually come out a month month or so before movies. So, guess what? Everything that's on the shelves now has got to get cleared out. Toys R Us doesn't do that. They they are terrible at selling things cheaper. They're terrible at deals. So, now they do price match. But, actually, I think they've stopped that during the, uh, the closeout sale. So, yeah. So. Well, you know, uh, another sad... Another sad chapter in uh, retail Mageddon? Yeah. Um, it's the same story you see over and over again. Private equity takes over. They load up the company with debt. Uh, hey, thanks, Mitt Romney. Yeah, yeah. I, he, in his defense, he was not with Bain Capital when this happened. But it was his, it was okay. Bain Capital. Um, but yeah, they, they load up the, the company with debt. They eke out every profit. They put nothing back into upkeep or expanding the, the, the company or making the company more uh, flexible for changing demographics. And the bill comes due. They sell everything off. The executives make their bonuses and their golden parachute anyway. And the 33,000 employees are left looking for a job. So. Um, just to put in perspective, um, for example, have you seen the, the Disney movie Bambi? I have seen Bambi. You know the part where Bam- spoiler alert, the part where Bambi's mother gets shot. No, yes, I remember that. Yes, that was actually the CEO of Bain Capital that did that. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yes, he set the forest on fire as well. So. And um, somehow caused old Yeller to get rabies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, but uh, he, speaking of Disney, uh, how was your trip? Uh Disney was Disney. It was it was good. I mean, when you've got little kids. Uh, Disney's a must. They absolutely adore it. They would go every day of their life if they could and never get bored. Um, really? It was uh, it was starting to get crowded. Um, our spring break, luckily, is like one of the earlier spring breaks for schools. So we, I have blackout dates during spring break, but my kid's spring break was actually... Darren, Darren, Darren. They're not, I don't think they're called blackout dates. They're called blockout dates. Wow. 
Wow, that is really not very PC of you. Really? Yes, they're not called blackout dates anymore. <laughs> Look it up. Homework. You get your homework. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, when we get to it, I, I did some homework as well. If you're ready to, you're ready for the, uh, the, uh, what about now correction corner? Go for it. What about now correction corner? We're moving quickly today. We went from tinfoil yes. off to correction. Go for it. Got it. Got to jump to the first of all. Okay, first of all, last time we talked about. The Smothers Brothers, and I have two points, two key points here. Number one is that both of them are still alive, and that they are, in fact, brothers. Really? I did not know. Yes. Both brothers, actual brothers, are still alive. Oh. Now, you might, have been th- you might have been thinking of the Everly Brothers, because one of the Everly Brothers is, in fact, uh, there's only one Everly Brother left. Okay. But there are two Smothers Brothers still alive and well. Actual brothers, actual brothers. So, like my entire life, that I, that I based upon the Smothers Brothers being brothers was, in fact, I can keep that that you know part of my childhood intact, right? My reality. There you go. And me thinking one of the brothers was dead, Mandela effect. Ah, ooh, very nice, very nice. I think Mandela effect's um, gonna work its way to the title of this podcast somehow, or maybe nah, it'll be the phrase so. that it'll be the phrase that pays. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, we're jumping ahead. Uh, second correction. Um, I can't remember if it was 85 or 86, but uh, the Dennis Miller was one of the cast members that survived along with Nora Dunn and John Lovett. Okay, I said I couldn't recall. I said I, I didn't yeah. say no. So he I was actually, he was, part of that disa- he was part of that disaster season. Okay, okay. And, uh, and then he came back the next year, so it included Miller. So that was just the other minor correction. Um, I don't know, what else? I mean... Did we ever find out what Esquire was? I, oh yeah, I, I looked that up. It just it just uh, generally represents uh, somebody who's a lawyer. There's no. It's not. It's not. That's nothing official. It just means somebody who uses it. It means that they're a lawyer. But there, you don't have to have any certification, or you don't have to be a member of the bar. It's just a like an honorary title that somebody uses that. You know, it's more means that they're a like lawyer. A, a term of respect more than anything. Yeah, it's not like PhD where you have to get or JD whatever. Okay. It's just sort of a, yeah, it's Esquire. Everybody can. Use, I mean, there's nothing legally stopping me from calling myself, you know, yeah, Ted Esquire. So, so Bill Ted. S. Preston can be an Esquire. Exactly. Okay. It used to mean something different. It used in British. It used to mean like a gentleman, gentleman or something. Not necessarily a, a you know a legal, um, a lawyer. It because if you look at the history of it, the and you know and also depending on what country and it had different meanings right right so what else what else um that's about it really uh let's see in uh, other current events uh there's a chinese space station that's crashing towards earth in any moment now and we could all die actually we could it's not we're not all gonna die uh possibly a very small number of people could die depending on where it crashes Depending where it crashes, but yeah, you hear about the Chinese space station crashing towards Earth. I had not. No, this is actually news to me. So wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much. So an actual Armageddon, because we've had to re- to recap. We've had Flumageddon, and Blomageddon, and Snowmageddon most recently, and now it's just actual Armageddon. <laughs> so so is it like slowly? Is its orbit slowly degrading or something like that? Or yeah yeah yeah. Uh huh. Wow. And it, can they? fix it <laughs> nope they, and they have no idea where it's going to come down 
can they get up there yeah. and dismantle it to smaller pieces? I believe Bruce Willis is not available, so no. <laughs> can they just fire a rocket ship at it and just push it in a different direction? No, but what Trump is actually going to do is he's going to um, increase the tariffs against plummeting Chinese space stations. Oh, okay. Well, we're saved. Yes, we're going to have a tariff war against the Chinese space station. Thank God for our president. Yes. Yes. Can, can, can you call him stupid? Yes. But, I, okay. but see, he's, he's, he's stupid and clever at the same time. If that's possible, he is. Because he's a con man. He knows... He is a con he, man. He is a con man. He knows how to read people. He knows how to manipulate people. He always has... Let me ask you... Yes. Let me ask you this. Quick question. Just to clar- clarify. A little clarification. Mm-hmm. Con man is short for what? Confidence man. Okay, thank you. Just checking. Oh, okay. Are you seeing... Just checking. Are you checking to see if I'm an all-knowing killer computer? Uh, maybe. Oh, okay. Quite possibly. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Um... I did not, I admit, I did not see the Stormy interview, though. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know it was, like, the most watched 60 Minutes since, like, the 2008 Obama one, so... <laughs> it, obviously, a lot of people did, but I... I, I think, I, it just occurred to me, I should have done, like, a... I, you know what the Dark Side of the Rainbow is? Yeah, where you, uh, Wizard of Oz and uh, Dark Side of the Moon at the same time. I wonder if like I could do that, but like with her interview, but like watching one of her pornos at the same time. What do you think? <laughs> like you put on a, a Stormy Daniels porno, but then you listen to you use the audio from her sixty minutes interview. What do you think? Maybe we could start a thing. Do you really want to hear about Donald Trump having sex while watching her having sex? I mean, we're trying to promote, uh, you know, participation in, in civics, you know, participation <laughs> in, in current events as well as you know. Healthy, uh, but let's say let's say prostate health. <laughs> I don't. What, what, I, I, I don't know if I want to masturbate while I'm listening about Donald Donald Trump having sex. But but you're listening to her voice though. That's the thing. Yes, and Anderson Cooper. And and Anderson Cooper. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's not. I went through out of bed. That's all I'm he saying. He's a silver fox. <laughs> Uh, you could do worse. That's all uh, I'm saying. I, I could do much worse. I could do Donald Trump. <laughs> that's worse. Uh, uh, the, yeah, but from what I understand, there wasn't really that much uh, new as far as relevations outside of. I'm she sorry. Had I'm been sorry. Threatened, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, that part. Yeah. That's. But um. I, I guess it was pretty much what everybody thought it was going to be. Uh, just an, uh, one more, one more thing in the ongoing and never-ending Trump saga. Yeah. 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 One more. Once more into the breach. Uh, I mean, because when you say breach, I think, I think like, you know, anal and then, you know, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> Uh, we're talking storm. We're talking Stormy Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She is a very intelligent woman, though. I, I give her a ton oh, yeah. of credit. She has handled herself so much better than anybody else has handled Trump. I, I think. I think Trump like really underestimated her. She she. 
he doesn't even talk about he doesn't even insult or anything he he can't there's nothing this is like the one person he has no well no except that cohen keeps calling her a liar or said that she's making shit up so you know he's having his proxy do it yeah but he look at him look at trump when has trump ever been afraid to say something about anybody i mean he's got names and he talks about everybody he doesn't mention her because she completely and totally doesn't fall for his shit knows all about him knows what his weaknesses are and is better at this game than he is maybe because she has the dick pics probably probably yeah but it also could be who is better at manipulating than than men men than a woman who has sex every day you know as her job she knows exactly what people want exactly how to get people to do what she needs them to do so she would make an amazing politician is what you're saying she had, didn't she actually run for the senate nothing i no. think so i think she actually had a campaign a few years now, are ago are you thinking you're you're thinking of uh it wasn't stormy dan it was some other adult film star it was um i thought she ran in one of the southern states like mississippi or missouri or at least mounted a campaign i don't think she got on the ballot but i think she did there's our homework. Who's, There's our homework. Uh, Did Stormy Daniels? It was somebody that was one. Mm, I don't think so. I think it was another adult film star, and she was on another reality show, like somebody was on the Surreal Life or something. Uh, who I don't remember the Surreal Life. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me get some homework there. There you go. What else? What else? What else? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm gonna actually look it up right now. Oh my goodness. We're gonna have. You're actually going to. We're gonna. You're have... going to. Use your smartphone. You're going to Google right now. Yes. Don't hang up the call. Just don't hang up the call. I will not hang up the call. I'm a very slow typer. So. Very okay. slow typist here. Okay. And for appropriate background music, I will uh, do my best impression of like 70s porno music. Wow, wow, don't, 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 wow, wow, you know? Oh, here. That wah-wah, you know that wah-wah guitar? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Wah-wah. Long before Donald Trump became president, Stormy Daniels created a political storm nearly a decade ago when she considered running for office. In 2009, I'm sorry, con- considered? Daniels was seriously considering a campaign for Senate in her native Louisiana. Uh, let's see. That doesn't count. She claimed she was sort of a Republican, adding, I don't know, I'm like half and half. I go both ways. <laughs> Such a smart, <laughs> she's a smart lady. Daniels was contemplating running against then-Senator David Vitter, a man whose family values image imploded when he was embroiled in an escort scandal. She recalled her... All right, I'm looking up, I'm, I'm broadening the search, I'm going to go a little bit... Okay, so there's a little article here that says six adult stars who ran for public office. Oh, Mary Carey. It was I Mary Carey. Mary, yeah, I remember Mary Carey. Okay, she recalled the that time well, on the that campaign was a... trail admitted that I got more traction than I thought it would do and the places were packed. In the end, she decided not to run. Mary Carey ran for governor of California, I think. Okay. Yeah. Lieutenant governor. I, I, that's what I was thinking of. Mm. 
Uh, okay, what else? So, so, okay, so, uh, I don't think she yeah. never officially ran, but she did consider it and did look into it. So, okay. Oh, gee, okay. Well, I'm, I'm considering <laughs> running for dog catcher. There you go. No, I, I think there's a little bit more to it than that. So. Oh, an exploration com- uh, committee? Yeah, Something she, like that? A, she said she went on the campaign trails. She must have talked to people. She must have, you know, there, there, there is a whole thing you can do before you officially apply to go on the ballot, so. Okay. So fine. she did all that stuff, and then I guess decided I'm not going to win. It's too much money. I don't really want to be senator of Louisiana anyway. So. Oh, so uh, you want to? Is it time to we talk about? Oh, I have I have one little story. It's not really a story. It's just a minor thing. I just want to get your opinion on. But do you want to? Is this a good time to do the um, uh, listener prime stuff before I wrap things up with a little? Yeah, yeah. Let's tidbit? let's let's go ahead and, and and get all that out of the way before, and we'll let you end on the story. We're gonna keep this. But uh, we're gonna keep this our since yeah. we're we're kind of back to a hopefully normal rotation. We'll keep we'll, yeah. we'll be trying to keep keep our podcast a little bit more concise again. So that hour hour fifteen yeah, is pretty good. Exactly. It's, a little bit more regular. Yeah, something. I always want to be a little more regular. Always, always consider consider this this the fiber episode of our podcast. The f- hmm. <laughs> this this is the fiber. This is the good for you one. But uh, so um, yeah. So okay. So you you've just announced we're on a new new format. Uh, tune in, correct? Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, okay, so obviously on social media, we're on, uh, uh, at What About Now Pod on uh, Twitter and um, uh, Facebook. Facebook, yes, we've. For, oh, for those of you who haven't quit Facebook who, by now. Who we love. We love you, Facebook. Oh, yeah, you're doing great. Yes. Um, what else? But, uh, you know, the listener prime, the idea of listener prime is that we want to just hear from somebody anybody, anybody that somebody person, somebody anybody even if you want to don't know we've never say, met your podcast sucks give me my free shit we will accept what? that <laughs> we really will at this point we just want to know that there's so, we're not just talking into the void <laughs> also also i'd like to open up the contest to all knowing killer robots hey we will we will take t1000s uh we will take uh <laughs> Uh, Robbie the Robot. Hal's. 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 Hal 9000s. We will take... Um, oh, Westworld. Maybe one. Westworld. Uh, tie it into the Westworld, West, Westworld robots. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, those little cockroach robots from that Tom Selleck movie, Runaway. I like that movie. That I never saw. Oh, wow. Kirstie Alley, Gene oh, Simmons. I'm going to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gene Simmons is the bad guy, yep, right? Yep. Yep. Um, uh, I, All right. Uh, um, where were we? Killer Robots. Uh, uh, IG88 from Empire Strikes Back. Come on. <laughs> Killer Come on, robots. IG88. Give um, us a call. I don't know. Ru- a, drop us a Roomba line. had a couple years ago. Which one? A Roomba had yes. a couple years ago that kind of went haywire. <laughs> uh, Uber's dr- self-driving cars. You know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Any of you want to drop us a, an email? We have a whole box of goodies for you. Uh, uh, this week's phrase that pays is the Mandela effect. It, really? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we used it enough. We'll, we'll go with Mandela effect. Since you won't use it okay. for a podcast title because apparently it's no. not food related. So <laughs> <laughs> we will go with the Mandela effect is our phrase that pays this week. 
It has to be something weirder, weirder than the Mandela effect, because that's like an actual phrase. I always like weird stuff, like a hot, a warm bowl of Coca Cola. Fine, yeah, that's, fine. That's that's good stuff, right fine. there. Fine, the Smothers effect. <laughs> the phrase that pays is the Smothers effect. The Smothers effect. <laughs> and uh, you're you're. I will throw in a yo-yo, for yo-yo man Dick Wait, Smothers. What? A yo-yo. Throw okay. in a yo-yo for yo-yo man Dick Smothers. Or no, Tommy. Tommy. I, I, which one's which? Tommy is the bald one. Dick is the mustached one. Oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah, I think. Mm, let's say yes. Yes, I think Tommy's the bald one. Tommy, when they relaunched their show in the late '80s, uh, Tommy uh, did this whole thing with. He's very good with the yo-yo. And so okay. he would do yo-yo tricks, and they called him Yo-Yo Man. So, Very I'll nice. Yo-Yo Man. All right. So shouldn't the phrase that pays be Yo-Yo Man? No, I like Smothers Effect. The Smothers Effect yeah. and they get a Yo-Yo. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. And then, and it just obviously the whole, just to explain for the, the, the nobody that's listening, um, the, we have this giant box of crap and anyways, you email us. And I'm even open to the idea of some other form of communication. Skywriting. We can, we'll take skywriting. That's fine. That's acceptable. Um, a singing telegram is also acceptable. <laughs> no, no uh, land sharks. No we're... land sharks. <laughs> Just a dolphin. <laughs> but uh, the whole idea is that we're looking for a listener prime. We're looking for an every man, every person um, that we can you know, sort of incorporate into the show. And so not if you email us or communicate with us. You get the box of crap, but more importantly, you become the listener prime. Absolutely. And and again, so the the smothers effect is the phrase that pays. And you know, email uh, Darren and Ted at gmail dot com, D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail dot com. Yep. And uh, that's about it. And just want to close things off with a little little thing. Well, we'll, we'll close things off with with a little anecdote. So. No, just a weird, just a mildly weird thing that happened to us because. Um, we were at the grocery store one evening, um, one weekend evening, as we often do. You know, the family, the family, we get together, we uh, go grocery shopping, and um, Wegmans is the actually it was rated the like the number one grocery store chain in the country. Wegmans, really, and it's pretty awesome. Over Publix, yeah. But we were at the local Over yeah, Publix. Yeah, I know. I mean. Um, Grocery stores are very regional, you know. So like, we don't have Publix up here, no. but and you don't have Wegmans well, down don't there. Have yeah. Wegmans down here. But uh, beautiful selection, um, very friendly people. Not as friendly as Chick Fil A. There are some seriously friendly fuckers that work at Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh my god, there's something in the Chick Fil A sauce that like you turn into a Stepford, you know, employee or whatever. <laughs> it, there, but there, uh, no, it, it, that's Disney employees as well. Disney employees. Yeah. I did want to interject one little thing about my Disney trip. On Trader Joe. Trader they only hire trader nice people at Trader yeah, Joe's yeah. as well. I did want to interject one little thing about my Disney trip that I found slightly amusing. Uh-huh. Uh, so we stayed at the uh, Music Hotel. Uh, right. Uh, uh, one of the Disney resorts and they have two pools, one shaped like a piano, that's a smaller pool, and one shaped like a guitar. It's got the three caballeros in the middle that shoot water oh, cool. and stuff like that. That's really, really nice. cool, except the problem was we went, it was 42 degrees in the morning. So nobody's in the pool. The kids did not get to go in the pool because it's too flipping cold. 
Um, what I found so amazing about that particular aspect was the professionalism that Disney insists on their employees having. So, in the I went past the pool on the morning we were leaving. It's like I said, 42, 43 degrees out. Uh, the pool is open. They have three lifeguards standing at their assigned post full at full <laughs> attention. I mean, they're not looking at papers, not looking at their phone. They're doing their rounds, doing their checks at full attention like that pool was filled with people. There was not one bloody fucker in the pool. <laughs> not yeah, one. but they, there's still the possibility that somebody might walk by and fall in the pool they, accidentally. I, yeah, there wasn't even anybody in the pool area. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> if anybody fell in, it would have been one of the lifeguards. So I guess the other two were there if one fell in. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, but that's their job. And they did it as if everybody was there. I thought it was... Uh, Impressive. Are you sure that they just didn't replace the lifeguards with animatronics? They just weren't animatronic lifeguards that look like lifeguards? One was wearing an Abe Lincoln uh, stove uh, pipe hat. So maybe maybe, okay. maybe with some leftover Hall of Presidents there. I'm, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe they swapped out. They just put in the fake lifeguards. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure they were real. All right. So, um, so anyway, that you was were amusing. at Wegmans. We were Wegmans. I mean, that's sort of besides the point. It's really a story about how people hang out, um, whether it's Starbucks or Panera, or in this case it was Wegmans, there was a guy who would kind of set up his office. And like this was like the cafe area. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to know Wegmans. It's just like there's an eating area because they have, you know, all kind of, they have this wonderful selection of prepared food, like everything you can think of. They have like this giant, you know, five rows of buffet. You can get any kind of food you want. That's part of the charm. And then, but then, like, in this place, you're going to go to the upstairs area. And they have like this giant seating area. And so we were up there because we, we had decided to eat dinner there because we were doing our evening or weekend evening grocery shop. And we're like, well, let's just grab some food. They have they even have sushi there. That's pretty good. So we grabbed our food, went upstairs. I was kind of eyeing, um, the guy sitting right next to us because he had his office set up and I'm looking like looking at his all oh, his just giant setup he's sitting there he has his headphones on he has a laptop he also has a tablet set up next to him he has like a giant shopping cart like full of like backpacks and stuff and then I there's this one thing and I couldn't quite figure it out it finally occurred to me he had his own personal portable humidifier what he had his own humidifier I've never seen somebody like camped out at Starbucks. I've you know you always see people hanging out with their laptops or whatever, but like somebody with this giant setup, and then he had brought his own humidifier. Let me repeat that. Like who travels with their own portable humidifier? Uh, not not a humidor, not a little box to carry cigars. A humidifier. A humidifier. I don't know if it was battery powered or AC powered, but it was this little tiny thing giving us steam. And like, I'm pretty sure it was either, it was a humidifier. Wow. Yeah. So just any general comments or questions or anything like, I just, I just don't know. I didn't write any jokes about that. I just kind of had to mention that. Maybe. And then my wife pointed. Go ahead. Maybe he's a killer robot that's really susceptible to humidity. So. He has to keep his actually humidity dry. is very bad for a circuitry. You want to no, no, it's not gonna work. Um, maybe my wife maybe pointed he's out an asthmatic killer robot <laughs> 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 that has to keep the humidity around a 
Certain it percentage does, for it, breathing. It does get very dry up here. It does get very, very dry up yeah. here. Um, but I've never seen anybody, you know, one of these, you know, these loitering places. You know, people go and usually a, a cafe of some sort, <laughs> hanging out. And then he just he didn't have one computer. It's like he was setting up like a, a command center basically, because <laughs> he had a tablet and and a computer. And a humidifier, and wearing his headphones, like he was like, um, he was coordinating some sort of you know black ops going on. He was like remotely piloting a, a drone or something. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was bringing down a Chinese space station, basically. <laughs> and then the one thing that my wife pointed out when I mentioned this to her is that she's like, "Oh, he's there every week." She's she saw him like last oh, week. Jesus. Humidifier guy. What if he's following you? It would be in a very inefficient manner because he's just always sitting in the cafe if we go upstairs to the cafe. <laughs> That's exactly what he wants you to think. <laughs> wow, he's good. I did not realize he is good. Maybe that's his way to pick up women. Like it's such an odd thing that people often like come up to him and be like, What is that thing? It's my humidifier. It helps keep me virile, if you know what I mean. It's a conversation piece. A conversation there piece. There you go. No, but I'm sorry. Nobody under 90 uses the phrase conversation piece, which is why the next title of our podcast will be a conversation, conversation piece. piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, it won't. I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely refuse. But anyway, so that's it. I mean, that's really all I have. Just the weird humidifier guy. And um, I'm just looking at my list, yada, yada, yada. Apparently there's going to be a, a Karate Kid TV series on YouTube Red. Did you hear about that? Yeah, is that something you have to pay for, YouTube Red? Yes, it is. Uh, I won't be seeing it then. <laughs> until, I find it, I. until I find it on for free somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I'll probably find it on the same side I find my Star Trek, so I'll find it. I'm hoping for like a, a a twofer where I can get a subscription to both YouTube Red and Pocket Casts for five cents a year. <laughs> Alexa, give me a subscription to Pocket Cast. <laughs> Are so you I sure can you want to do What that? about now? I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Darren. Oh man. Well on that note, I think we should Yeah, we about one and a quarter. About, give or take, plus or minus. What's that? I said what about one and a quarter, yeah. give or take. Yeah. We did we did pretty good. I don't know, I got one more. Can I do one more? I got one more. I just Oh, you got one more. Okay. You gotta push it to this the limit. Another... You're gonna push it to this the limit. This is just rapid fire. We got two. We got three minutes till one and a quarter. This is just rapid fire. These are just little tidbits, little morsels, and these are not long, drawn out, big, epic, Iliad, Odyssey kind of stories. These are just little tidbits. Like I saw a guy with humidifier. This is another one. Okay, so another this is one. this is a rapid fire, a new one, a rapid fire segment on what about now? What about now? Yeah, rapid just fire. A little rapid fire, funny. Rapid fire, funny. Ready? I found out, I've had my car since, uh, let's see, my car is like, uh, eight, nine, ten years. I've had a car in nine, ten years. Um, I, I've always wondered, because when I got the car, I paid extra for like the, um, it's called, it was called the shock sensor. 
So like it's some sort of like um, you know motion or uh, yeah yeah it's a shock sensor for the security alarm. So like if somebody like somebody bangs against the car, it would go off in addition to somebody trying to break into the car, right, I guess. Right. And so um, to this day, or, or you know for, for like almost ten years, I wasn't even sure if I had the shock sensor because. Like it never went off. I never knew. It never made any noise. Never did anything. I wasn't even. Sure. I was convinced that I paid the extra couple hundred bucks. I didn't even get the shock sensor. And then finally, like last week, whenever. Yes, one time, last Wednesday, when we got like about a half a foot of snow, and I was cleaning off my car, and there was like ice in the hood, and I was like just banging away on the hood of my car, trying to get all the ice. And my alarm went off. It didn't go off. It like made a weird beeping noise. I was like, it's the shock sensor. I have a shock sensor, <laughs> which is very similar because about two or three cars ago, I had, I had an old Nissan Sentra, and I had it for like ten years, and I bought it in the early '90s when airbags were actually new, and so I had a passenger side, sorry, a driver side airbag, and for about ten years I had this car not knowing if that airbag, like towards the end, not knowing if that airbag actually worked. So it was like I was like ten years in the car. I'm like I don't know if the airbag actually works. And then the reason why I got rid of that car is because I got into a low speed collision. And it worked. Which didn't really. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it was just enough to pop the airbag. <laughs> and the car so is every... ruined. <laughs> yes, it totaled my car for like you know like this this piddly bumper indentation and like totaled my car because it was like worth nothing at that yep. point but so basically the moral of the story is i have a car for like way too long i have it for like 10 years and then i find out that something works on it after all so i'm like does that thing so oh look the shock sensor <laughs> and that that's it rapid fire that's your rapid fire that's my rapid fire funny my rapid my okay rapid let me give me funny. my rapid fire funny rapid fire funny go ahead do why it. Do why it. would anybody who would be offended by lewis black's political humor go to a lewis black concert I mean, because they're stupid, I think you should call them stupid. Yeah, that person was stupid. Somebody got there up in go, a somebody got up in a huff and left the Lewis Black concert wow. because of a Trump joke, and it wasn't even that horrible or mean of a Trump joke. <laughs> and this was after a it was announced Lewis Black would be there, and b after Lewis Black himself said. If you're a fan of our president, uh, this is not the show for you. <laughs> and I would take a wild stab and say it was somebody who was dragged to the show by their spouse. I would say that that person is stupid. Oh, uh, you don't know how happy that makes that me, makes you... knowing that I finally got you to call somebody that stupid that wasn't me. That person was stupid. Wasting their time yes. and money on something they should have known better than to do. And on that note, on that note, we're gonna sign off from the gutter. We're gonna sign, we're gonna sign off right from the rapid fire bottom. <laughs> rapid fire funny, T M R C L L C. Well, so that's it. That's been another fun. That's been, a, it's been another fun another, one. Another another quick uh, fiber filled podcast. <laughs> so, until next time, this is Darren. And this is Ted. And we thank you for joining us on What About Now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>